grace and peace everyone and thank you so much for joining me for another sweet tea podcast grateful to be alive and in the land of the living so before we get started of course just going to open up in prayer father in the name of jesus we thank you lord god for this day that that was made we will rejoice and be glad in it father you're a good good father and the writer says that's who you are you were gracious enough to wake us up this morning and for placing us in our right minds father and i just want to thank you for this moment for this opportunity to be again on this podcast to share the word of the lord with lord god your people I pray, Lord God, that it will be a blessing unto those that listen and hear and that will share. Father, Lord God, I pray that you will have your way throughout this broadcast and that you will take your free course and remove me out of the way and that you will speak clearly in Jesus' name. Amen. So um, in the last couple of days, I've been trying to figure out, um, you know, what, how I was going to um, basically approach my podcast and um, I know that sometimes that there are some individuals that do podcasts and they do these type of series. So I um, was just thinking like, okay, what kind of series would I uh, would like to do? And um, I really can't say that I really went into prayer about it, but the thought was in my mind. And I'm going to say that the Holy Spirit just gave me uh, the title and it's Come See a Man. So it's going to be a Come See a Man series where we go through all the different types of series um, or stories in the Bible in the New Testament speaking about the different um, circumstances and situations that the Lord delivered um, many individuals from uh, meeting at their meeting them at the point of need uh, and meeting them with truth, love, redemption and acceptance. So, of course, um, I was very excited and I just began like with me. I'm a writer um, and I always have a pen or a notebook or a journal somewhere lying around. Um, If not, then I would just go to my notes, of course, and just type it in there. But there's something about just writing on a piece of paper with a pen. Old school um, is just it's just different. And and it's it's therapeutic for me i don't know about anybody else if you're a writer um if you like using electronics that's great but for me i love pen and piece of paper um and so i did that so i I wrote down come see a man and then the list of the different stories that falls under that category in the new testament really you know i was taken back by it because um holy spirit was just revealing so many different things in these different stories and um, diving into them and trying to understand them. So of course, I started with the woman at the well. So um, the woman at the well, um, she's basically the one that says that said, "Come see a man who told told me of all the things that I've done." And um, of course, for me, it was just like really weird. Like this lady was so excited that God knew everything that she had done and just told her about her life. And she was excited, dropped her water pot and ran into the city to basically express what she had encountered with Jesus. So it was just like, you know, wow, I wouldn't be so excited about a prophet revealing my business. But um, then again, you know, it, it was good for her because he really met her at the point of need and she needed to hear what the Lord had to say, um, especially, you know, about her life. And so a lot of times when prophets come around, we tend to cower and we tend to hide because, you know, they see, they discern um, for the most part, real true prophets, they discern and they can see 
and the um, spirit of the Lord will grant them the movements of movement in the word of knowledge or seeing or de, you know deciphering or <laughs> what you how did they say not deciphering I'm gonna say that they um, discern that's the word that's the word they discern and see you know they can see what um, goes on what has went on in your life and the future as well and so um yeah I, f- I found that really funny that she was just like you know hey he just told me you know all of my business and i'm excited about it so i mean what an encounter though like i would have loved to had a one-on-one encounter to meet uh the king of kings and the lord of lords in person in the flesh i mean I envy that. I really do that they had an opportunity to just be in the presence of the Lord um, and to walk with him and for him to come into the city and to watch him heal and deliver so many people. But um, so let's just dive into it. So it's um, John 4 and I'm not going to read the whole chapter because it's 1 to 42 um, about this Samaritan woman. So just a couple of details. No name was mentioned. Her name was not mentioned. She was of a Samaritan race um, where, you know, the Jews, they didn't have no dealings with them. And that goes back into history of the separate kingdoms the North and the South kingdoms and all this beef and drama. It goes way back. And so it follows over. So that says a lot that people hold grudges for a very long time. Um, if they're not delivered from it. So just moving on, um, she had five husbands um, and she married a, wait, she's married five times, um, according to the scripture. And the sixth man that she was with wasn't her own. You can dissect that (laughs) if you want to. But um, she she had some experiences with the relationships. Not sure. They didn't really go into any depths of what the relationships were about or why she married five uh, five or why she had five husbands and then she's on her sixth one but I'm gathering that this woman was just not satisfied and she was looking for something to fulfill her thirst and she was doing it through men and that's not nothing new there's nothing new under the sun there there are some of us that have experienced that um, we don't know if she probably went through some type of trauma that triggered that type of uh, behavior. And there's just so many things that we can say or think and draw and, you know, try to make our own perspective on, you know, on what basically her, her history and her behaviors and what it basically um, what you perceive her, her behavior would be, uh, why her behavior is the way that it is. She had these five men in these different types of um, situations going on. So um, she did not draw water. And this is some some of the points um, that I came across in studying this, that she did not draw water in the morning uh, with the other women, which would... um, if you want to perceive it that way, you would consider her to be some type of outcast or, you know, that she didn't get along with the women. Maybe she had somebody else's man. Maybe she was a mistress or a side chick and everybody was talking about her. If she would have came to the well in the morning, she probably would have gotten into a fight. We don't know. But <laughs> she came to the well in the evening time, basically, when there was no one else there. So that says a lot, too. So you can can go ahead and try to perceive it the way that you want to perceive it. But I would definitely say that she was probably that was probably more than likely the case um, that she didn't want to be in the midst 
of other women because of, you know, her lifestyle or her behaviors. So um, her encounter with Jesus was not a random random meeting. It was definitely um, God intervening at a perfect time to show this woman his grace and his mercy and love. And how many of us can attest to that, that God shows up with his grace and his mercy and his love intervening at the perfect time in our lives and to draw us back to him. And so um, another key point that was beautiful to me was that Jesus declared to her that he is the Messiah when she was talking about the worshiping and her forefathers worshiped here, this mountain and this, and, you know, going into all of these details um, about their worship and, you know, who their forefathers were. Um, Jesus declared to her that he is the Messiah, basically telling her, I am the fulfillment of everything that um, has been said by the forefathers of where you worship and, and things of that nature. And he didn't make that public to everyone. He didn't make that public to many. Many times during the New Testament, he would tell them, hush, do not say anything, like keep silent. Um, you know, and they tried to make him the Messiah. He's like, y'all you got to chill out. Like, no, <laughs> and, you know, he didn't want to expose who he was to certain people. And I just found it really, really beautiful that although she was in the state that she was in, she got that revelation from him that, um, well, not revelation, but she, he got, she got that word from him that he is the Messiah and that he has come basically, um, to be the fulfillment of everything that they have read um, in the word. And so Jesus told her everything about herself and she was amazed and she called him a prophet, of course. And so, um, Jesus met her, this woman right where she was. And what you can really draw from all of this, um, is the power of testimony. You know, like I said, she dropped her water pot, she ran and she left, ran into the city and she proclaimed, come see a man who told me everything that I have ever did. And I'm sure that everybody was just like this lady, not her again. Like, what is her problem? Why is she running around saying these things? And she's saying, come, 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 come see this man that told me everything that gave me a word. And and it was so beautiful how he was talking about the water. And um, some people were saying she was being a little bit feisty in the beginning because when, you know, he was talking to her, she was like, you know, why are you asking me to give you water? I'm a Samaritan and you are a Jew and you don't have a cup or water for me to give you anything to drink. So why are you asking me these things? And so God has his way of maneuvering through all of that. Um, he didn't get an attitude back. It's not like he snapped his finger and zapped her away, but he had the conversation with this woman meeting her where she is because he knew that she was thirsty for something. She was thirsty for something and he was that fulfillment of something. She probably couldn't even pinpoint what it was, but she was thirsty and cause she wanted that water. She was like, give me to drink of that living water. I want that living water. I want that water. So I don't have to come back to this well, but it wasn't the natural water. Jesus was talking about that spiritual well that, that is inside of us. And I believe that that encounter with Jesus Christ at that point had opened up back that well that has been blocked up by everything that this woman has experienced. Again, we can assume that she probably went through some traumatic experiences while she went through all of those husbands 
and she was in a circumstance and situation that she was in. But again, going back to her testimony, her testimony led many to receive salvation through Christ. And so what about your testimony? That's the question that came to mind. What about our testimony? Our testimonies are very, very important when we open up our mouths to speak and to just let know what, let people know what God has taken us from. It, it's powerful because a lot of times people feel like they're in it alone and then they realize somebody else is going through it and has or has gone through it and overcame and so of course if you go to the book of revelations it states that that they overcame by the word of their testimony and by the blood of the lamb and so it's very very important especially crucial at these times the times that we're living in to open up our mouth and to testify about the goodness of god because we never know who will come to christ when we open up our mouth and speak so after she had went there and told her testimony many more um came to jesus and he stayed in the town for about two days talking with them and then many more became believers and it's such an awesome beautiful 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 story with a beautiful outcome because a lot of times when jesus went to some of these cities they ran them out it was like we don't want to change the way that we live we want to stay in our darkness and, and like he said that some rather the darkness than the light but these individuals were open for him uh to him to receive from from him uh, salvation and of course being made whole so what can we learn from this what i've drawn from it is that jesus accepts all and he is the author and the finisher of our faith and he alone can offer salvation jesus is the living water and this living water this well of water that springs up in us comes from god and it is eternal and it lasts forever and so you know once we are his and we come to him we have that well that well that is springing up that lasts forever and um so god is looking and in these times especially for those who will worship him in spirit and in truth and it is surely happening right here and right now the worshipers are coming out of their caves and there is great revival taking place awesome moves of god that are taking place that we don't see on social media sometimes we don't see it in the news of course now we're going to see we're going to see the opposite we're going to see the things that are basically um causing one causing so much anxiety and stress and really and truly to be honest social media does the very same thing you know you're just at, from the top from the time that the day starts all the way down to the end a lot of us are on our phones and soaking in all of these different things and it basically you know throws our mind and our you know it affects our mentality it causes us to stress more and not saying that you should not be aware of what is going on but the consumption of so much things um, can affect our health can affect our mentality it can affect us in so many different ways and even our spirit man um, it can have us wavering if we are not totally and fully uh, rooted and grounded in the word of God so this is just a mini part of the come and see a man series that the Lord has laid on my heart to do and I pray that you have received something from this 
because God is truly speaking to his people, calling his people out of darkness back into the marvelous light. And if you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, get to know him, get to know him. And just if it's just a simple prayer, like, Lord, I want to know you show yourself, you know, and he will do it. He will meet you at the point of your needs. So truth, love, redemption and acceptance that who that's who Jesus is. He moves in truth. He is love. He is our Kingsman redeemer. And he loves us and accepts us as who we are. But once we have that true encounter with him, we begin to change. I pray that you're blessed. I pray that you have a great week. I want to thank you for joining me for another Sweet Tea podcast. And I pray that the Lord's favor will be upon you and your family. Be safe, be blessed, love, like, and share. God bless you all. Love you. Till next time.